listening to 525 Sports with Ace Finch and Cameron Schneider. What's up, everybody? Back at you again with 525 Sports. My dog is looking at me all just randomly started speaking. Uh, we got we another, another great episode for you this week. Uh, football season is upon us, and so we have our Big 12 preview. We had some guests lined up, but those fell through because they got busy, so you stuck with us. Cam, say hi to the people. Hi to the people. Our guest flaked out. Let's just call it what it is. He did. They flaked out. They did both the flakes. of them. They are. One of them. One of them is your brother, so tell your brother he's a big flake. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I'm sure that'll go over well when he listens to this. Yeah, um, come at me. Come at me, Brock. Come at me. I, no, don't. But don't. I, you, you would squish me like a bug. <laughs> I'm not sure. Brock's not a fighter. Like he's, he's never been in a fight in his life. So other than with me, so I'm not sure. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Uh, my guess is uh, he won that one. Just, yeah, just throwing that out there. Maybe he punched me in the face once. I might have deserved it. I, but uh, <laughs> we'll go into that on another day. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? You having a good week so far? I am, man. I'm uh, I'm waiting phone call. I'm wait. I'm waiting phone calls on uh, some job prospects. So it's a little bit weird. I'm just sort of chilling at the house right now, which is kind of nice. But I feel like a bum. Um, for those of you that don't know, I I got my master's in May and uh, humble brag, and uh, <laughs> and we moved to Wichita, and there's no um, bus service between Derby and Wichita, so I couldn't get to my other job, so I had to quit. Uh, so I'm I'm sort of scoping things out and waiting on some stuff, and and it's just sort of weird being at the house all day by myself with the dog and uh, not doing a whole lot, but I'm kind of semi enjoying it. So, uh, well, so, this should be this should be the best episode of Five Twenty Five Sports yet because Ace has everything written down that he wants to say. Absolutely, and this is going to be Gucci. Absolutely, so, let's get started, man. Uh, which, right. What do you want to start with? Let's just start with our kind of our top to bottom rankings sure. of the Big Twelve. Um, the things that we're going to get into, um, we kind of outlined it. We're going to go top to bottom, Big 12 rankings, uh, what we think is going to happen, how things are going to play out. I didn't put down, like, exact records for each team because I, I kind of put little windows, I guess you could say, uh, for my my Big 12 prediction. And then I think we discussed going biggest swing. Yeah. So, like, a team that we think is going to jump the most and maybe a team that's going to fall the most. Yeah. And Big 12 champ and then – we, uh, we're going to talk about players of the year and maybe coach of the year. I can't remember if we decided if we're going to discuss that or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, we can, we can do all of that. Um, what, uh, do you want to start first? You can go first if you'd like. Yeah, I kind of divided my conference, uh, my conference standings up into thirds. Um, I think there are three teams um, that are better than the rest of the league. I, I, the top two especially are um, – better than the rest of the league, and that's Oklahoma and Texas. Um, I see OU finishing number one. I right. have them pegged as probably uh, as an 11-win, possibly a 12-win team this year. Uh, Texas is going to finish second, I believe, and I've got them in that 9- or 10-win range. My number three team, and I know this is a popular pick with a lot of people, is going to be Iowa State. 
I think they take the step up and they win eight or nine game eight or nine games this year. Um, I contemplated putting Oklahoma State at number three. Um, that would be a, a huge swing for them because they finished seventh in the league last year. But I th- I think Mike Gundy is a really good coach. There's a reason he's been around there for a long time. Um, but yeah, th- those are my top three. Uh, in the conference, Oklahoma at 12 and one or 11 and two, I'll lean more towards 11 and two Texas um, with nine wins. And then Iowa state with eight wins or nine wins. It could go either way. Who are your uh, top three? My top three are um, Oklahoma, uh, Texas and uh, TCU. Ooh. I, think TCU. I think, I think TCU makes a jump forward. Um uh, I, and uh, and we'll get into it later, but I think they're really talented. Um, Alex Delton is their quarterback. He was the quarterback um, at K State, and uh, and uh, and and I think he's a good quarterback. And I think they thought they mishandled that with Skylar Murray because I think Skylar or Skylar Murray, Skylar Thompson, uh, right? But but uh, because I think Skylar Thompson is the, is the better of the two, but I don't think it's by much. And uh, and I think they've got a really talented offense, so they're going to put up points in uh, in bunches, and uh, I think they're the third best team in the league. And Gary Patterson's a really good he defensive is. coach as well. He is, and, um, I, and, and I'm sorry, go ahead. And he doesn't get as much uh, credit as he deserves, I don't think, no. for staying at that program for as long as he has, and. You know, what people don't get TCU. That university is not big at all. Oh. It's, a, it's a small Christian school. Um, just to do a quick Google search, it's got to be. I'd say it's the third, a third of the size of KU. Oh, here we go. TCU enrollment. They've got ten thousand four hundred and eighty-nine students. Yeah, that's not even double the size of Emporia. <laughs> no, compare that to KU's enrollment of twenty-eight thousand. Right. <clears throat> So the fact that he can have that have the success that he's had, and you know, actually have teams who, you know, have been in the talk to be in the college football playoff, and prior to the college football playoff, playoff have teams that were playing or competing for spots on New Year's Day bowl games. Uh-huh. That's a that's a big deal for a, a school of only ten thousand students. So, I I got TCU finishing uh, there in, in the middle third of the Big Twelve. I have them at. Uh, number five. Right. Since I've already given you my number five, I'll uh, I'll go with my next uh, four teams. Um, these guys are kind of jumbled in the middle for me. Mm-hmm. With uh, Okie State finishing four, TCU five, Baylor six. So, in all honesty, I could see all three of those teams kind of beating up on one another. I think a lot of the years in the Big Twelve, yeah, it's like the top dogs it's like the cream rises to the crop and then KU finishes last and then everybody <laughs> else just beats the crap out of each other in the middle you know what I mean yeah. like TCU beats Oklahoma State Oklahoma State beats Baylor Baylor beats TCU one of those types of things where right. they like balance each other out so oh, and- I think those teams are going to they'll be bowl eligible but I think they're they're going to win eight or seven games this and tra- season. Traditionally, Iowa State, KU are sort of playing for the bottom. And yeah. They're sort of playing for, okay, who's going to get their only win in conference? Um, but, right. But that's not the case with Matt Campbell right now. 
And so it is really KU at the bottom. And then, you know, you got six through nine and then sort of your top five or five through nine and then your top four. So uh, you're right about that for sure. Yeah. All right. Let me ask you this. Ten years from now. No, five years from now. Is Matt Campbell still the coach at Iowa State? No. Um, I think that um, what could potentially happen is he's from Ohio, right? Yes, he is. He's from Ohio. Um, I think that uh, there's a there's a chance that the, that the new coach at Ohio State uh, goes like eight and four. That doesn't sit well with Ohio State fans. He gets the axe. And then they bring Matt Campbell in. Um, hot take alert there. I think he goes to a bigger job, though, at some point. He's too good. He's way too good. Um, and and just he's a young guy. And so, no, I don't think he's is at ISU five years from now. But he's also the type of guy, he strikes me as a Gary Patterson type that's really happy where he is. And he might just stay there. So, who knows? Yeah, who knows? I'm looking at his... <clears throat> Wikipedia page right now because we know that's so accurate about everybody, but he's he's only thirty nine years old. Yeah, he's really young. He's got he's really the, young. The world ahead of him, you know what I mean as far as uh, as far as coaching goes. Right. That's a really young coach. Um, I I think if he's not gone from Iowa State in five years, <clears throat> he's at Iowa State for the rest of his career. You think there's a chance that? Um... Lincoln Riley gets snagged up by the NFL, and then he goes to Oklahoma. Oh, is that is that a possibility? Uh, so who knows? I always I would always struggle as a coach. I feel like I would struggle going from immediately jumping from one school in the and going to the to another school in the same conference. Yeah, that would be difficult uh, just because you're playing against the guys you recruit. But yeah, uh, coaches do it. So who knows? Yeah, um, what do you what do you got for your next round of, of rankings for the Big do, Twelve? Do we do four or five in the next next round? Uh, I went four through six on my four next th- four through six. Okay, uh, I yep. have uh, Iowa State four, uh, Oklahoma State five, TCU six. All right, so pretty much the same as me yeah, so far. Essentially, what are you thinking? Eight or seven wins for those guys. Yeah, I you know I think I think the Big Twelve is good enough and deep enough that that uh, that you know they could get seven or eight teams into bowl games. Um, you know, uh, I just think I think top to bottom, it's just a really talented league with really good coaches, and so it's not an indictment to finish in the in the lower half. You know, six or seven, uh, it's just how good the league is. Uh, yeah. and, and you could say that about the SEC. You can say it about the Big Ten. You can say it about several leagues. But the Big 12 is one of those where, you know, it's not necessarily that, you know, Oklahoma State's bad or whatever. It's just the league's just that good. So, it's just that you're going up against uh, Heisman winning quarterbacks right. in back-to-back years and Texas. Right. And an up-and-coming team in Iowa State. Right. And a team who, uh, you know, produced the NFL's most valuable player last year. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's a definitely a tough, tough conference to play in. Seven through ten? Uh, Seven through ten. Let's round things off at the bottom. Number seven, I've got Texas Tech. Uh, number eight, I have West Virginia. Number nine, I have the Wildcats of Kansas State. And at the very bottom, I have KU, uh, finishing last for the 
Ninth time in 10 years, I believe. Or eighth time in 10 years. Yes. Yeah, don't remind <laughs> us. Um, so, I, I think that Texas Tech could win six games and become bowl eligible. I would not rush to the the betting window on that one. I don't think West Virginia is going to win more than five. They had – Really? S- nope. I think five is their ceiling. Uh, that and that's my big swing. We'll get to my big swing here in a little bit. I, I don't think they'll. I think they'll win five games max. Yeah, uh, and I think Matt Wells and Neil Brown are good coaches. Um, yeah, but it's 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 tough road to hoe when you got a first year coach in the league. Um, but I got yeah, I I got pretty much same as you. I got um, West Virginia, and then uh, Texas Tech, and then uh, uh, I'm I'm sorry. West Virginia, K State, Texas Tech, KU. Ooh. Uh, give a love to the, give a love to the cats. Uh, not well. Finishing eighth is love. Uh, finishing eighth out of ten is love. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know that that's love. Okay, uh, fair. But but uh, yeah, you know, it's just I don't think Cliff Kingsbury was a very good head coach, and so you've got some rebuilding to do at Tech. It's going to take more than one year. And um, and traditionally, they're not a great football program anyway. Right. So, you know, right. I mean, you got you had Mike Leach in there, but outside of that, you haven't had a lot of success there, just in general. So. Which did you did you, speaking of Mike Leach, who of all the sports people, if there's, have you seen the um, meme going around social media of like the lunch tables? And there are three people at each lunch table. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who all kind of like balance uh, each other out. Right. I would love to sit and eat lunch with Mike Leach. If it yeah. just be me and him, I would just let him talk the entire that, time. That would, that would be very entertaining. Uh, did you, did you see the uh, video about uh, a reporter asked him about cargo shorts? No. I'll have to send it to you sometime. See? It's not a, it's not totally appropriate to, talk about uh, on on the air well i guess we can talk about it on our podcast it, it's about his preference for uh, cargo shorts compared to nylon shorts and how it uh just holds his um holds things in his pockets and yeah, yeah i'll, I'll uh, just I'll uh, have to send it to i, I can imagine with mike leach what you're getting ready to say and he's uh, straight faced the entire time it's great he 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 fits pullman washington very well i've never been to pullman but they love him, and it seems like he loves them. And Washington's just sort of in awe. Like, the whole uh, West Coast just sort of seems like kind of odd people. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, so he seems to fit them very well. So, good. I'm happy for Mike Leach. Uh, but did, did you want to go with that? What do you want to go with next? Big 12 champs. Who do you think is going to win the conference? OU. OU, um, OU over Texas. That's what I have. Yeah, yeah Jalen Hurts is, uh, is going to step in and be their starter. Uh, they've had back-to-back Heisman winners. They've got a really good chance to have back-to-back-to-back Heisman winners. Um, he's I, a good quarterback. I mean, yeah. he, he just is. There's, no, there's nothing else I can say about that. He, yep. All right. Is. I got the same thing, OU over Texas. I won't go so far to say that Jalen Hurts is going to be the best player in the league. Um He's not, my offensive player of the year. Somebody else. I don't know who who you have. Um, my biggest swing though. Luke Williams. 
No, no, Puka Williams is not okay. my offensive player. Of the year. <laughs> you got to play every game to get that. Um, biggest swing for me is West Virginia from the top three to the bottom three in the Big 12. Last year, they finished third behind um, Oklahoma and Texas. And this year, I think they're going to finish eighth and vice versa. Biggest swing, I guess, from the bottom to the top. Oklahoma State, they're going to swing up from seventh to finishing fourth, maybe third but I'm going to say fourth. Those are my two biggest swings of the year. Uh, yeah. My, my, uh, who did I say was finishing third? You did put Oklahoma State. You said Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Yeah, so they're my biggest swing up, uh, finishing seventh and third, and then my biggest swing down as well is West Virginia. So uh, we're pretty pretty much on the same level there. Right. And I, I I'm going to – bombard you with this because <clears throat> we didn't talk about this before, but I'm assuming you've got a projection Ooh. on it. KU, <laughs> how, how many wins are they going to get this year? Dude, I want to say four so bad. I do. But I look at their schedule and I got two. I, they're going to beat Indiana State and they're going to beat Coastal Carolina. And after that, I don't see a win for them. I would love to say that they beat Boston College, but I just don't see it. And I would love to say that they upset K-State also, which I think might happen, but I'm not willing to put that out on the line with 20 listeners. So <laughs> I'm going to say two. How many you got? Uh, I, can, I will confidently say three. They will beat Indiana State. They will beat Coastal Carolina. And then they will beat either West Virginia or Baylor. See, they don't have so do, they don't have the horses to keep up with Texas Tech. Their their defense is not going to be good at all this year. I don't think their defense is going to be good at all. They lost so much on their defense. But, it depends on how good their secondary is. Yeah, Cole Harris is going to have to have a big year. Um, he is. Bryce Tornay is going to have to be, have a big year. Mike Lee is gonna Mike have, Lee is going to have to be huge. He's going to have to live up to the hype that he had when he played as a true freshman because he is not. I, my opinion, he has not grown into the player that a lot of people expected him to grow into. Now, granted, he, he's played on some very bad teams overall, but when you're starting as a true freshman and in the Big 12, I mean, you're expected to be like all Big 12 by the time you're a senior. And, you know, I just don't see it with him. But Well, and not only did he start as a true freshman, he stood out yeah. as a true freshman. He stood out as somebody that you said, "Whoa!" And it's mainly because he could take people's head off. Yeah, right? he wasn't. He wasn't a sound. Uh, he he wasn't a sound fundamental player. He'd miss tackles. He got he, he got flagged for helmet to helmet too much, um, and those things still happen. Yeah, ask, right. Ask Alex Barnes. Those yeah, those things still happen. He's like a if I had to compare like a KU basketball player to a KU football player, uh, he's Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins came on, came into the NFL and was like, "Oh, he's going to be as good as advertised," and then he just never developed. Yeah, um, into into the great player that people thought he was going to be. Yeah, and that's that's Mike Lee. So, what about, what about uh, K State? How many wins do you think they get? I haven't looked at K State's schedule as much. I don't know who they open up with. Um, They've got their non-con is Nichols State at home, Bowling Green at home, and then at Mississippi State. Okay, so they win two of those. I don't think they go on the road and beat the Bulldogs. Um, 
And then I think they win three conference games. So uh, uh, five wins. Yep, that's what I have them for as well. They uh, uh, they beat. I think they beat um, Texas Tech. I think they beat KU, and I think they beat West Virginia, and then Nichols State and Bowling Green. So just out, <clears throat> excuse me, just outside of a bowl game. Uh, I I could honestly see them flip flopping with West Virginia for eighth and ninth um, in the Big Twelve. So. Real quick, Cam, because we didn't talk about this either, but I have a question to spring on you about the Cats. Do you think this thing could just go completely sideways with Chris Kleiman? Could you see that happening? I could. I Here's what I think, I'm think. i thinking, though. When Kleiman was at North Dakota State, he was an assistant under a, gr- a great, right? Right. And when he left, all Chris Kleiman had to do was essentially, here's the keys to the Ferrari. Make sure it stays filled up with gas and don't crash it. Right. Right. And he did. He's one of the best. He elevated that program. He did. He's one of the best FCS coaches ever. But. But. He doesn't have that FBS experience. Here's the thing. I don't know if you need that. Jim Tressel didn't need that. Um, yeah, but Jim Tressel came I, to Ohio State, though. I know. I know. Ohio State and K-State are different jobs. I know. I know. And it's not like he's stepping into a Kansas State job. Um, with, or, L. Or, or, with, L, with L. L. Roberson and Darren Sproles or – it's not like Colin Klein is his quarterback. Um, not, Skyler Thompson is a good quarterback. I think they're going to be uh, they're going to be fine at the quarterback position. I think there's some question marks as to who their uh, top receiving target is going to be. Um, They've got they lost their, their best running back to the draft last year. Um, and he, did he get drafted? Did Alex Barnes get drafted, or did yes. he? Uh, did he sign? He signed as a free he agent signed, somewhere. Yes. So I mean, there's two missing uh, pieces from last year's team because I think. Here's uh, the thing. Go ahead. K State has they're solid at quarterback. They have questions literally everywhere else, um, on the offensive side of the ball at least. So you got to figure that out, and that's not easy to do. Um, my brother Brock is going through that right now. He's an offensive line coach at my high school, and they they're going through the exact same thing. So. Um, it's not easy. Uh, K-State tried this before with a successful FCS coach that, uh, that came in. It's a hot, you know, it's a hot up-and-coming coach. His name was Stan Parrish. I believe he won two games at K-State. So that was pre-Bill Snyder. Mm-hmm. So, you know, pre-Bill Snyder and post-Bill Snyder have not been good at, uh, for the Cats. Um, I don't know. I could see him coming in and being as successful as Bill Snyder. I don't think they'll ever win a national title. No. But, um, but I could I could see him maintaining things enough, you know, to where he's not necessarily gonna gonna be uh get be be in line for a bigger job at some point. But he's never gonna get fired at K State. I think I could see him being seven and five, eight and four every year. Right, you know, with the occasion, and, with the occasional ten or eleven win season, right, 
but that's K State ceiling as a program. So it just is. Sorry, K State fans, but that's reality. They 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 can sprinkle in a twelve win year every once in a while. Yeah, but the but, <clears throat> but they've had some successful teams that just and I feel bad that, like I genuinely feel bad that Bell Snyder never won a national title. Um, if there's a coach that didn't get one that deserves one, he's it. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. Best. Uh, just, I, it pains me to say it, but it's the best college football coaching turnaround in the history of the game. Bill Howard Snyder. Nope. Bill Snyder. Howard. You and I have had this argument before. Let's it's, move it's on. It's Bill Snyder. Move on. Let's go down our it's list uh, of uh, player of the year. Uh, my offensive yeah. player of the year is uh, Sam Ellinger, Texas QB. Ooh. Hot take. Actually, it's not really a hot take. A lot of people are picking him uh, to be not. the player of the year. But uh, <laughs> yeah, there's that. What about you? My offensive player of the year is – this is a uh, Oklahoma heavy uh, – Skylar Thompson. Uh, oh. No. Oh. No. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Um, dude, dude's going to be really good at OU. Um, they're going to win the league. So, when you have a team that, that's that going to be that good that wins the league, that's going to be – it's hard not to pick their quarterback as the, the player of the year in the league. So, Who's your defensive player of the year? Um, I have it written down. Hold on. I did, I did some research for this one. Um, <laughs> As did I. That's okay. Kenneth Murray, Kenneth Murray, linebacker, Oklahoma. Um, dude had. Let me look. He had. Uh, he had a game last year where he had 17 tackles and a sack. Um, he was their he was their best linebacker. So I just he had 28 tackles in the Army game uh, last year. The dude was a stud. Uh, I have no reason to think that he won't be a stud again, so that's my pick. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to go out on a limb. Bryce Tornadin. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I guess I'm not really going out on the limb. Um, actually, yeah, I'll go out on a limb. I'm picking Jeff Gladney, who is um, – again. Yeah, Jeff Gladney. <laughs> He's a cornerback from TCU. That's my pick. Okay, Ma- cool. Mainly because I just did a quick Google search. Sweet. Of yeah. Who are the best uh, defensive players on each Big 12 team? And he's TCU's best defensive player. So I'm picking <laughs> I'm picking him. Yeah. Either him or Bryce I, Tornadin. I would, pick Bryce Tor- I, I would pick Bryce Tornadin. Um in all seriousness, Bryce Tornadin transitioned well from line, from defensive back to linebacker. He got burnt like toast as a uh, corner in his early Jayhawk days, and he switched to linebacker, and he's very good. He's a ball finder. So, uh, looking forward to seeing him he in finds, a couple weeks. He finds the balls. Uh, who's, talk- who is the coach of the year in the conference? Um, you know, I like Gary Patterson. Um uh, for them to finish third, and I know they're, I know I picked them to finish third, but for them to make the, that uh, jump from sort of the middle of the pack to third, I think it's a really good thing. And I think picking Tom Herman or, or Lincoln Riley is too, too overdone. So I just went with somebody random. All right, so I wrestle with this because 
because I, I struggle with it in basketball because I think like for conference coaches of the year and for national coaches of the year, it should be the coach of the best team. Okay. Yep. I honestly think every year Bill Self should be the Big 12 coach of the year in basketball unless they don't win the conference. What about last year? No, he shouldn't. He wasn't. It was Chris Beard. Right, which was deserved, by the which way. Which was deserved, definitely. But I'm, I'm trying to hold the same thing to football. Like, it should be Lincoln Riley because I think he's going to be the the coach of the best team in the country. Yeah. In the Big 12. Yeah. So, with that said, I'm going to pick Matt Campbell to be the Big 12 coach <laughs> of the year. <laughs> I, th- I really do think Iowa State has a legitimate shot at being at playing in the Big Twelve title game. It would not. I love. It would not shock me to and, see and it, Texas come in with all this hype, like Texas is back. Woo! Which I don't really give a rat's rear end if Texas is back or not. It's just yeah. What the 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 media wants Texas to be back because Texas is the, a popular brand, like. No one outside of Texas really cares if Texas is back or not. So I would, yeah. I would love to see Iowa State play spoiler and have an Oklahoma versus Iowa State Big Twelve championship game. And I, 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 I would, think Matt Campbell's a good enough coach to get that done. But we'll I would, wait and see. I would love that too, mainly because it would drive our good buddy Aaron Blunt nuts. And uh, that's true. And I, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Tom Herman. I think he's arrogant and and chalky and I just don't like his demeanor all that much. So, uh, so yeah, I'm all for Iowa state in that scenario. And I would pull for them in the national title game. Cause I like Matt Campbell a lot. I do too. So, uh, so with, the, with that said, uh, Kim, you got any last words? Um, uh, no, not that I can think of. We got our fantasy football draft this weekend. We do. We do. Uh, I am looking forward to absolutely owning you. In fantasy football this week, this what's, year, what's uh, I, what's your team name going to be this year? I changed, I, I changed know. mine up. I like the wheelchair route. I, I do. I like the wheelchair route. I think I'm going to stick with that. I, I did uh, it because you know the wheel route is a route you, you have in football, and I'm in a wheelchair. I, I get, get it. I get it. Wheelchair route. I get it, Ace. I, uh, I paid homage to uh, the Chiefs' uh, second string Q, string QB this year, Chad Henney. My team name is Henny Way You Want It. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so here's to hoping that Henny Way You Want It can dethrone my middle brother, Kale. He's back-to-back champs in our league. Uh, last year, his team name, I believe, was Paul's Bunyan. And I think the year before... He was man, chest hair, united. <laughs> okay. They, Kale and Cameron win for, yeah. for, uh, for with team names. I forgot about those for Kale. Man, chest yeah. hair, united. Isn't, oh, that a, man. isn't that a good one? Yes. <laughs> Kale is – he probably doesn't listen to the podcast either. He, Kale is, is sneaky funny, you know? He's kind of like a little bit of it. Like you just, you, you kind of, you know. Uh, or I could see your dad being sneaky. Is your dad sneaky funny? I could see your dad being sneaky funny. My dad is a cornball. He has so yeah. many corny jokes. But, yeah, Kale's sneaky funny. Because he's, yeah. so, 
he's so quiet and he just kind of lies in wait and uh <laughs> he's he's sneaky funny he picks he picks his spot he oh and he does you remember my, about, remember his best man speech at my wedding yes that yeah. was hilarious i was on the floor like yeah. literally i fell out of my chair <laughs> Um, yeah, that gets but, brought up a lot. So, how is, is Carter sneaky funny? Carter is—he's pretty funny. He's pretty witty, actually. Seems like it. Yeah, he seems like it. He's like his—he's yeah. old, like his oldest brother, just a, how, a riot. How, what what grade is he in now? Today was the first day of fifth grade for what? Carter Paul Schneider. He was three when you and I became friends. How did that happen? Yeah, it's been that long, dude. Uh, how did that happen? Anyway, guys, uh, you guys just got a little bit of a sneak peek into what an actual phone call between Cameron and I is like. Yep. So, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll see you next week. And uh, when I when I own you in the fantasy football draft this weekend, uh, I will brag to the world a week from now. Alvin Kamara is my keeper for the first round. So, uh, he'll be on my roster. I'm confident in my picking abilities. Rock Chalk, thanks for listening to the Big 12 preview. We'll talk to you guys next week. See you next week, guys.